How are you able to judge am, how good at volleyball I am? I am definitely you're terrible. more built as a volleyball player than you are. No, you're, you're built. You're just jealous. Maybe you're like a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs>
Ooh, yeah. In a minute. Man, a woman. What? I feel like I I could not. Yeah, that is very good. I could not stop (laughs) singing. Good job, John. I could not stop singing that song for like two weeks straight, but I feel like I haven't heard it. Since I just then. heard it on TikTok because Lizzo dance, was up. showing people minute, how to do I'm the a dance. Need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Uh, yeah, perfect. We should do that dance. That's something that you mm, will never I'm, catch John doing. No, a dance I think on TikTok. I'm I'm against that. I think the dancing stuff on TikTok is just not my uh, forte. Sometimes though, when it comes to creating content, I just cringe so much. Like I am my own worst critic. Like I watch our videos and I want to vomit at all of them. Like I think we're so like I hate all of them. (laughs) (laughs) But we keep doing it every day. I know, I know. But like when people give mean comments, it's funny because I'm like, I've already thought that. Like (laughs) I'm my own worst critic here. Right. I'm my biggest hater, which I shouldn't be at this point. But like Sometimes I feel like when you get just more own it. when just you get more it. eyes on your content though, it does make you a little bit self-conscious. When people write negative shit, I'm just like, what's going on in your life? Who hurt you? So I can care less because I'm like, you're just mad because you're not out there making sweet little TikToks like we're doing. Did I bring this up on the podcast yet about that comment that the girl made? Yeah, it like hurt your feelings. No, not the one where she said I was 40. But the one where <laughs> that was a guy, he's like, this bitch is definitely in her 40s. No, the one who she was like, uh, if she can hype herself up to believe she's hot, nobody's ugly. Oh, that's so cruel. <laughs> I know. Kind of hilarious. But that's. <laughs> You're like, I do appreciate I appreciate creative negativity. You know, but going off of our last episode with Dr. Abby talking about how like one negative thing in a relationship can like wipe away all the good things Same like thing that in business is and work but and that life. is it like for TikTok for me. Like we had so many nice comments, but like the one about me being ugly is really going to ruin my day. Right. I mean, some people just have an agenda. Their agenda is to just hurt your feelings. It works. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that. Don't don't give them that satisfaction now. It, it's crazy. Like people are just people. Right. Like me, like I'm a human. Don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> you can't get into this game though without knowing yeah. that people oh, no. are going to shit well, on you. Well, and that's what it is too. Like r- truly, I don't care. Like it does not ruin my day, but right. it, does it sit in the back of my brain? Sure does. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? All We're right. fortunate enough to even do that. But that's my high. Yeah, that's a good high. Cool. Low. My low is I feel like you're penalized for being an entrepreneur. <laughs> what? I just, I feel like it, you, you know. You mean from the government? Yeah. Because <laughs> we yeah. do get hit on taxes. Oh my God. Taxes and us trying to get like approved for a loan. We do pay for our own insurance. Yeah. yeah you're right. Such bullshit. Fuck that. We're making more money now than I ever have before, but I still would need a co-signer in anything we <laughs> want to buy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it like, doesn't matter. It's so fucked up. Own your own business. You can't do anything. Right. We'll buy a house when we're like 60. Hopefully our parents are still alive where they can co-sign for us. <laughs> The hoops that you have to jump through as an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess like when you're, when you work for someone else, like you have all of your statements very so like nicely. Taxes have to be so fucking easy. easy. Well, think about when you were an OT. I mean, yes, you are still an OT, John. I know you're an OT. <laughs> That's if right. You Don't want. ever take that away from me. Yes, John. You could still practice and save my life. Okay. Dr. John. But, uh, okay. Well, not but a when doctor. you were Dr. John. Uh, okay. Okay. Here we go. You, you just like submitted your one yeah. form your and one i also got form. money back which was nice yeah. <laughs> now they're like yeah you owe us everything Just gouging me it's okay us there's pros and cons to it all right true anyways that's my low what's your high and low 
my high is that I'm feeling better. I'm on the mend. I I'm on the mend, Jay. Don't think that I have COVID. <laughs> I, I don't know. The tests, like the at-home tests, I'm like... Maybe that's my <laughs> high slash low is Alex taking the COVID test, <laughs> saying she's positive, taking another test, finding out she's negative, and, and then, then realizing, thinking... <laughs> and then rereading my results from the first test. And thinking it's actually said she was negative. Negative the whole time. But I had something. Was it like, it's not flu season. What was it? I don't know. I don't fucking Yeah, like know. low back pain and your legs hurt. I was like, is she pregnant? <laughs> no, but everything was hurting. My head was splitting. It, I It was the... COVID symptoms, but I don't know. I don't know what it was. Well, now anyway. you're, you're better now. Yeah, better now. So uh, the high is getting back into the swing of things. But my low is also related to that, too, because I feel like, why do you feel guilty for fucking taking a day off even when you're sick? Like, what kind of sick society are we in that you it's like feel you gotta like be you, working, gotta yeah. be working. It's like, why? I don't want to have to feel guilty for taking a day or two. Well, I took like two days, but to do nothing and rest my body. That's probably what it is too. Like we just. Well, you probably feel guilty because once you got better, it, I felt like we we're just continuously playing catch up now. Yeah. So like if you didn't have anything to do, then you shouldn't feel that guilty. But right. it's like, I guess we just had to do so many things that you felt that pressure. True. So we kind of do it to ourselves. Anyways, just drop some knowledge on you. I'm already tired. That's your high and low? <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> like, so lame. I feel like my highs and lows this week, like, what even happened? I don't even know. Well, we haven't really left the house. We're driving to New York. I get to see my family. That's a high. I haven't seen them in a hot minute. I think it'd be nice to get away. Yeah. And like, I feel like we're not... We're going to be in New York with like less responsibility than we were the last time we were in New York. Like right. we couldn't do anything because anything. we were just editing the whole time. Whereas now I'm like, we should go out. Maybe east. I can go outside. We should go to the beach. Is it warm there now? I think so. Yeah. It was like 90 the other day. Oh, all right. Anyways, what are we? should go we, to the beach. We play, play volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. Hell yeah. For all of you uh, wondering out there, I am a pro volleyball player. All right. I am probably the best volleyball player you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Just so you know, at 5'9", I am, I could spike the ball. No, you can't. John is also a, a liar. <laughs> I, what I meant to say is I really want to be really good at volleyball. You're just not built for volleyball. What, you're you too, fuck? what does you're that mean? Because I'm not tall and lanky? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can get down low. I can get the balls that the, no. big, the tall guys don't get. The issue I can is pancake you it. can't get back up. <laughs> <laughs> You, I'm, you do your best, John. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay, and you're God's gift to volleyball. Did I just go on a spiel about how I'm like a pro volleyball player? Well, I think player? it's hard. How are you able to judge am, how good at volleyball I am? I am definitely you're terrible. more built as a volleyball player than you are. No, you're, you're built, just jealous. Maybe like a linebacker. <laughs> you're just so jealous. You literally just can't admit it. That you can't I'm, serve. I'm built more like a... Okay, I don't care if I can serve or not. I'm built more like a volleyball player than oh, you oh, are. Oh, okay, so... Okay, wait a minute. Are you gonna, you're, you're are you saying, saying that you look good? You are look you like a volleyball no? player. Means, yeah, yeah. So just because agree you, with me. No. <laughs> so yes. just because you say you look like a volleyball player means that you're better than me at volleyball. That's not what I said at all. I'm just saying I look the part. You don't. Like I'm built. Like if I was trained, I'd have more of an opportunity as a female volleyball player than you. If ever you were going to say you look more you like you're would. a power lifter, yeah. I could see you going to the Olympics to be like a deadlifting champion. I fucking could do that too. Like you're just so jealous because I'm an elite athlete. Okay. okay. Oh, John, <laughs> your feelings are so hurt. It's okay. I will throw this microphone out, out the window. No. Listen. Okay, moving on. You're just 
This kind of goes. This is perfect. You know, no, you're, no, you're built like a <laughs> like a CrossFitter. I'm built like a CrossFitter. Yeah, like dense. I'm built like I should dense. be in the back of the kitchen making meatballs, like my Italian heritage. That's what I look like. I'm like a little stumpy umpalupa. No, John. According to you, you're built like a pro volleyball. player. I don't player. have to look like a volleyball player. I am just a natural volleyball athlete. God's gift to, to, to God's gift to volleyball. God, God's gift to athletes. <laughs> God's gift to all athletes. <laughs> I, you know, this little argument. I think you think that you're a better volleyball player than you are. I'm okay. At least on our team, I'm the best volleyball player. You've seen. <laughs> John, no way, no shot. Definitely. I, listen, <laughs> our topic today is going to go hand in hand with with this conversation right now, and it's. How to be a better friend. How to so be a Alex, better how spouse. you can be a better friend to me. <laughs> I'm the best friend to you, number one. You need lessons how to be a better friend to me. <laughs> right, right. Alex, seriously, <laughs> one thing for, of being a better friend is like being, okay, a, well, being accountable. So I need you to be accountable for your actions <laughs> on not being judgmental towards me. John, for being the best volleyball player. Being a, like... Having a relationship with your spouse is very different than your relationship with your friends. So we're not here to talk about relationships with your spouse. All right, fine. Then dive into it. Here, I am not your friend. Although I know that I'm your only friend. You're my enemy. (laughs) Oh, now I'm your nemesis. (laughs) My viable nemesis. (laughs) We should. We should play singles against one another. I'll fucking smoke your ass. Oh, perfect. As long as there's something on the line. Oh, like? Like betting. Like pizza or something. (laughs) That's what you thought of? That's what you thought of? Oh, yeah. Something's on the line. You're like, pizza. pizza. Well, what would you choose? <laughs> like a weekend alone. <laughs> I was like, together? Yeah. So that would be yours. You'd be like a weekend together. Mine's a weekend alone. Man, a lot is on the line. A lot is on the line. Okay, but but I feel like that would be a lose even if I won because you would come with me to the weekend together and you'd be miserable the whole time. No, no. I'll even put on a happy Happy face. face, Okay. So that's a lot. Sure, let's bet this. Okay. One, two, three, shake. One, two, three, shake. Done. Solidified. Okay, seriously. All right, moving so on. today we, we are talking about how to be a better friend. So a TikTok got me thinking about this, and they talked about how in our society, we usually only celebrate people who are hitting milestones regarding marriage, babies, things that, you know, single people don't necessarily, even if you choose to be single, are not going to ever participate in. Like you're not going to have a bridal shower, a baby shower, an engagement party, a wedding, right. blah, 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 bachelor party. And so, you know, people in the comments were going off and it's like, this is why I go out of my way to support my single friends when they get a promotion, blah, 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 or whatever. Move somewhere new, something. Yeah, like any milestone that they hit. And I just feel like it shouldn't just be 
you know, just because someone is married, you're celebrating them or like, you know, going out of their way just because your friend is single. Like you should just be that thoughtful to your friends no matter what. And I feel really lucky that in my group of girlfriends, like we're always constantly celebrating one another, supporting one another. You know, when we hit those milestones in work, we like always talk about our highs and our lows. I just feel like sometimes people lose sight, especially when you get in relationships, how to be a better friend maybe to those friends who are still single, maybe don't have kids and how you can just be a better friend. I mean, that's it. That's just, an interesting yeah. way to look at it. Cause I don't, I don't think I've ever celebrated any of my friends that are like single, like, Oh, good job on like this move, which is probably right. really important to you or yeah. this like new position that you've no, I've done that like new position, I guess. But, but think about how much money you invest into couples. Like, Oh, you're going to spend money on a bachelor party. You're going to spend right. money on in a shower. You're going to spend money at their wedding. Like you're investing money. And like, yes, it costs a fucking shit ton to like host these events and parties. But like, you know, you're always making it about like marriage or coupling up or having a baby and expanding your family. It's like when you not- think of milestones, there's all the milestones are in a relationship compared to when you're single or someone's right. single. Yes. And like, you know, those are personal choices. So I think that a lot of times single individuals are just like overlooked because there's all these quote unquote like societal like milestones that we're supposed to be meeting and that's what we celebrate. So it just got me thinking about like being a better friend and being more mindful about your relationships. So what are ways to be a better friend, John? I mean, everything I've really seen or, you know, looked up was really just you being a good friend, but none of it talked about celebrating them celebrating any of their moments. Oh, really? It it was more so like being there for them, showing up. And a lot of stuff, it's like if something's going on in your friend's life, Mm -hmm. like being an active listener. Yeah. So it didn't seem like there was anything there. It was like celebrating when they're getting a promotion or moving or whatever like that. But a lot of it's the same thing as being a good friend. It's like being a good family member, being a good spouse, like active listening, all this stuff, showing up for them, being accountable. Right. Well, and again, the older that you get, I think like you grow apart from a lot of friends. So I think evaluating your relationship with said friend and being like, is this even a friendship? Do I want this to be a friendship? But if it's like someone who you consider a close friend, you want to continue a relationship with, I think being a part of their lives is super important. Letting them know that you're always there for them. But like being an active listener when you guys do get together, being present with one another. Because I think sometimes too, like even if it's a friend that you're constantly or like you always hang out with, it's very easy to just like take advantage of that relationship and be like, oh, I'm just hanging out with Stephanie today and we're just hanging on the couch. I'm going to be on my phone the whole time. When you figure out which relationships that you want to invest your time in, then the next thing is how do I make this relationship stronger or better? Because there's always ways to do that. Don't just go to happy hour, go do things with them where it's in a group setting, like be one-on-one and be present in that moment Mm -hmm. with both of you. But besides all those obvious things of like making your relationship better, I did see giving each other time, Mm -hmm. like respecting boundaries and basically not using your friend as a therapy tool. That's such a good point though too. And I feel like as you get older, you don't have to be hanging out with people all the time. Like time is so limited the older that you get, especially when you introduce like kids, family, job, blah, blah, blah. So like if it is a good friend, you guys should be able to get back together and take it where you left off. Right. You know, 
I feel like everyone has that though. I, I have friends that I haven't seen in a long time and then we'll like get together and like shit. It's like nothing has changed. But if you have someone making you feel guilty for, you know, maybe not being around, I would assess that relationship and yeah. be like, well, have I been a bad friend or has it just been both sides? Because I think too, your life changes. Yeah. It's just like you're growing. Both of you are growing. Things happen. Everyone gets busy. Mm -hmm. Life events. You just have to adapt and roll with it. I think being on the same page about that, though, and like knowing that you guys like just because you don't see each other every weekend or every month or, you know, maybe you only see each other once a year. Like, that's OK. You know, I think that's sometimes well, though, there's also ways to to have this relationship still going. You just call them. You don't have to be face to face. Right. Being present with calling, FaceTiming, emailing snail mail whatever the texting. issue though is when it becomes one-sided and only one person is giving and giving and giving and then the other person is either not reciprocating or they're it's just falling on deaf ears or like again you're the only person putting an effort in that's i think where it gets really difficult because if you're that person that fucking sucks for the other person like right. constantly reaching out and then maybe address that and be like yo what the fuck is going on but i feel like there's only so much that you could give to a relationship until you kind of have to just be like, listen, I'm the only one putting an effort here. Like you said, though, if you're the one that's like not, you know, reciprocating all this effort from your friend, then it's kind of like, is this somebody that you actually genuinely want to be around and spend time with? I mean, I'm sure you don't want to just say, I'm like, I don't feel like messaging you because I don't have an interest in messaging you. But like, I don't know. What, what do you you're, do oh, in that you're situation? Saying, like, in a relationship that you don't feel like pursuing. Yeah. Like maybe do, like, I don't think that you would just say like, I, we have nothing in common anymore. I think that that's like, again, where it just fizzles out. Right. And maybe the other person realizes like, oh, okay, they're not putting in the effort. I'm not going to put in the effort either. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's like friends growing apart are very different than like a friend breakup, which is like something we could talk about another day. But I just think it's a natural progression that happens. And I, I, it doesn't always have to be on bad terms. It's like when you grow apart, you're just, you're moving in other directions. Maybe that's physically, mentally, you're in different places in your lives. But some friendships too, they ebb and flow. Like you guys just might be doing different things and different careers. Like one of you might be married and have a family and one of you might be single. And then later on in life, you'll meet back up again and reconnect. Like just because you're in a different place now doesn't mean that you'll always be in a different that's place. That's true. That's true. Um, but you I think know. a sign of maturity too is like realizing when you have a falling out and if it's nothing bad, yeah, it's just like realizing everyone's got their own shit going on in mm -hmm. life. And if, like you just said, if you'll maybe you'll come back together later in life, who knows? But just I leaving think, it at yeah. that and not overthinking it, because I think a lot of people are like, I'm putting in all this time and effort. Like they must hate me. They don't want to talk to me. But maybe it's just like they just have so much shit going on in their right. life. Well, and right. I think it's also setting expectations and managing that because if you do still want to be friends with this person, you got to communicate and let them know, like, I love you. I appreciate you. And I respect you as a friend. I love our friendship, but I just have so much going on in this area of my life. That doesn't mean that I don't want to be friends with you or I don't respect you and your time, but I have to deal with this and handle this. You know, I can see that being a really tough conversation to have, but if your friendship is that important to you, but you know you can't give that time to that friendship, you really should say something. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's why I feel like quality over quantity 
is speaks volumes because you don't have the mental capacity, even like, again, referencing our episode last week with Abby, like you only have so much in your battery to give that you can't be. It's overwhelming. It could be overwhelming. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't have these ongoing relationships and care for yourself and care for everything else that's going in in your life. So if you have a friend who just has unrealistic expectations from you as an adult, that's just something to address with them and be like, yo, 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 fix it. I think it's also important, though, to not only celebrate your friends, milestones, their achievements, but just express gratitude to them once in a while. Like, I know that your love Uh. language is words of affirmation, but sometimes to my girls, I'll just be like, you guys, I just appreciate you. I appreciate you for being there. You guys are all such strong individuals. You bring something great to the table. And I want to say thank you for being part of my life. And just realizing why am I friends with that person? If I am friends with that person, I genuinely like something that they are giving me, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, well, I mean... It's a transaction, though. Like, if you were the only one giving in the, in that relationship, like, you're, it's going to fizzle out. Right. So, you know, they're gaining something from you. You're gaining something from them. And together, it's magic. I think the main thing, though, is really celebrating your friends. Because mm-hmm. that never crossed my mind. It's just being mindful, you know? Right. Like, I think it's so easy to just write off those little things. But what do they, what do they always say in business? Like celebrate your little wins and right. like celebrating your friends' wins or even when they're at their low, like sending a card or just letting them know that you're thinking about them. Just goes, be thoughtful, bitch. Yeah, just be a fucking thoughtful, <laughs> thoughtful person. It goes a long way, though. It does. You it know, because really sometimes people will reach out to us. And I'm like, oh. That was so nice. I'm going to call my friend right after yeah. this. <laughs> you have someone in mind, John? Yeah. Yep. No, I'm sad. Another foundation of being a good friend is having the hard conversations, though. Like, I know that we talked about if you have to have the conversations, have them, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you did something to upset your friend, own up and apologize, you know? Be the bigger person and just eat your ego. Put your ego to the side. <laughs> eat, eat your, your ego. ego. Eat your ego. Ego, ego. <laughs> ego, waffles. Ego waffles. We're going to start a company. Ego, ego waffles. waffles. Eat your ego fu- friendly. Yeah, sure. Uh, but truly, put your ego aside. Apologize. Own up to it. And if you're not sure, have a conversation about it. Again, communication is key. Communication. And but like when your friends come to you also, which is something that I definitely have to learn. But we're also just so honest with each other that like, you know, our feelings don't get hurt. We're just like super honest. But it's always asking, like, do you want me just to listen or do you want advice? I feel like that is huge. Right. Because in a friendship, in a relationship, it's so easy to give your opinion where like maybe your opinion is not. Maybe they just needed. want to fucking vent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe no one wants to hear your feedback. Yep. Yeah. That's true. And so asking that before. I feel like it's almost more so venting a lot of times because your friend feels comfortable with you where they like right. just gotta get it out. Yeah. And you're the, the person they think of. Yeah. And and trust is huge too in a friendship. It's like you if you want to be a good friend, they have to be able to trust you. Like but going on this, though, because I feel like I, I said it, we didn't really tap into it, where I heard about not using your friend as free therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, your friend is there and like they'll be and you're comfortable telling them things, but not just like all the time, just dumping your baggage. That on is, yeah, that is so true. Because that that friendship could be super draining for the other person. Like every time 
they see your na- name come up on the phone. They're like, fuck, what does Alex yeah. want? Yeah. What is she going to tell me now? Yeah. It's not good news or like happy things. And if it's uh, sometimes we go through hard seasons, you know, and so I feel like you don't want to look at your a friendship and be like, I can't tell them these things. But if it's, you just don't want the friendship to be a burden, yeah, though, like either. always to be about that. Yeah. Go to therapy. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, not using your friends in that way. I think it's just having a mutual respect for one another and just having fun. Like you guys. Well, that's why your friends. friends, man. Fucking have fun. Yeah. What's the point? Or what's what is the point if you don't have fun? True. True. All right. Cool. I like that. That was nice. Informative. So everyone, uh, if you've been a shitty friend, it's okay. We've all been there. We all go through seasons. Just do better. Just be better. Be fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're gonna move on to Would You Rather. Shoot. Do you got some dirty ones? I did get a dirty one. I'm gonna. Sw- somebody gave me a really dirty one, but like I can't. I can't say it because it's just horrible. So I'm going to change it up just a little bit. Okay. All right, Alex. Would you rather take a shot glass of horse cum <laughs> or take a shot glass of a female dog's period blood? I don't even want to know if that if this is what it, it is. It was worse I don't than even... that. So this one's more PG than the one that was sent to me. Or the period blood? Uh-huh. I'll take a shot of the horse cum. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You're like, ah. Oh. Can't be too different. Can't be that different. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, speaking of that, right? Would that, you not stop? It's my <laughs> question. No, but I know uh, what you would I'm do. I'm not answering it. Horse cum. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was remember. We, I was thinking of this too because of Jackass, the movie that was oh, like yeah. this. Mine is scenes. based off of Jackass too. That guy, they were just dumping horse cum on each other, like buckets or pig cum too. Was one of them. Oh yeah. When does the movie come out? We should go. I see think it, it already came out, right? Oh, I thought that was just like the behind the scenes. I don't know. We live in a cave. We have no idea. I'll Google it. All right, John. Mine's also uh, Would You Rather from Jackass. Is it a Would You Rather? Mine also <laughs> is. is a Would You Rather. Interesting. I, too, have a Would You Rather, John. <laughs> okay. Would you rather smash your penis and play penis pong? Oh, my if God. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, maybe Google it. So we're it. both taking this from Jackass? Yeah, I don't know. I, I would guess it's you could probably penis Google ping it. pong. Where you like smash your penis. Alex was fascinated. It almost looked like a torture device. It was like, yeah, two plexiglass boards and they were tightening it on their dicks. One so it on flattens them out. Your balls are just hanging. And fascinated. She was like, your dick can get that flat, flat, which I never knew it could get that flat. That's like gotta be dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's gotta be more dangerous. There's two guys, one on either end with their dicks smashed and they're playing ping pong. Ping pong, ping, 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 ping pong, ping pong. But like, what if one fell? It just tear the other one's dick right off. I wouldn't let you do that. Okay, but thank you. In this, because that All is right, so precious. You're dick ping pong or what? Precious, precious to me. Okay, so would Lock you it up. would you rather play, or no, not even play dick pong, but put your dick in plexiglass like that, and then it it gets ripped off. Like someone rips off my my penis rips off no, my body. No, no. It doesn't rip off, but like it just gets tugged. Yeah, it gets tugged. Or the brick one. What's the brick one? Where they tied the rope to their dick and dropped the brick. Oh no, because I'm basically making your would you rather. But okay, what's yours? <laughs> no, not that one. Or have a uh, a tennis ball shot at your balls. Oh, oh god. Anything dick related, I hate. I hate it. I know. These really took a sharp turn. Our would you rather's. Um, yeah, wait, wasn't there a period of time where all we talked about was like poop? Like, yeah, so- I would have to say if I get hit in the nuts with the tennis ball, am I like something happens to me? But it's just once like for this game of ping pong. Yeah, the tennis ball to the 
to the dick. Okay. Oof. I hope I don't go to the hospital. Again, it's the it's. Uh, I, I know, but I can I can visualize it. I I don't like it. You like already look like you're in pain. I. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're gonna uh, jump into our segment. Give it to me straight. Well, now after that horrible section, <laughs> we, we answer all your burning questions, guys. I just have to say up front, love you all for writing in. We appreciate the questions, but please keep Narrow them it short. Down. Not not short. We don't need to know all the deeds because some of them are like pages and pages long. Just like a paragraph or two would suffice. Yeah, um, because so what I'm starting to do is I'm trying to break these questions down so I can read them. But, you know, it takes me a long time to do that. <laughs> I, so if you haven't heard your question answered yet, it's probably because it's way too long. I'm trying to long. decipher it. Yeah. <laughs> so more than one sentence, less than three paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. Keep it to two. Right, right. But um, all right, we're going to start. All right, Alex, go ahead. Question number one. My fiance and I are in the middle of wedding planning with three months left until the big day. I still have a few vendors left to hire. And at times I begin to feel overwhelmed by the feeling that I am missing something. Since you guys are in the wedding industry, is there any advice you could give to help with the overwhelming feelings and maybe with the wedding planning process in general? Delegate. Definitely ask for help. I know as the bride, it's very easy to be like, I could do it all. You can't. Ask for help. Get a day of coordinator. To just cover... You can also get your husband to help. I mean, I didn't do shit, really, for ours. But well, that's like, that's my problem because I have control issues. You would ask and I'd be like, no. Right. <laughs> but like, trust that your husband is not that like, trust much that he's of a competent. delinquent. Yeah, yeah, he can help. Yeah. And so, uh, but I think having a day of coordinator, again, like you've done most of the planning. So it's not like you have to pay them to do any type of planning, but they are just so helpful to make sure that the day runs smoothly. And I think like every couple we've had, it's always like, thank God we had a day, day of corner. Yeah, because yeah. like when things go wrong, you know, if you're, if you don't have a coordinator, you're the point of contact. So you don't want to have to worry about it, but neither does your mom, does there, your bridesmaid, your anyone. Because there's so many moving parts. Yes, that to a like, wedding day. I mean, we had our one friend who's a coordinator talked about like the um, the tablecloths, like they didn't have the right tablecloths. Oh, yeah. She had to go mm-hmm. like to a store, try to find them. Yep. Just like it could be anything, any yeah. decoration. So delegate, but also just reflect with your fiance that you're relationship and your marriage is not about the wedding you know it's about you guys i know it's very easy to get wrapped up in like the the details of the day it goes by so quickly what is left is you guys so try not to stress just enjoy the day like you're almost there i know that like all the little things can be overwhelming but it will all work out yeah and i want yeah don't worry about the small things because you won't even notice but just ask for help (laughs) just just ask your friends ask if you have bridesmaids that's what they're there for true All right. Question number two. I'm trying to keep things alive with my partner of three years. I feel like things aren't the same as when we fell in love in college. We had a lot more time, but now we both are working on our prospective careers. I just wonder where's the reality of busy couples in relationships that have no time to spend with one another. Keep love alive. I feel like honestly, that's a, I mean, that's everyone, right? Everyone's busy. Everyone has something going on and it's just like prioritizing your time. Yeah. Like John and I, although we work together 24 seven, it is not quality time. So we have to actually carve out time where we're like, okay, this day, this time we're doing happy hour tomorrow morning. I'm fucking you. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel like you do. You have to be intentional with how you're spending your time. Right. And if that means 
scheduling it and putting it in your calendar, then so be it. Or how, how can you delegate out? Just like when we talked to Dr. Abby, we're using a lot from just outsourcing. If there's like some shit you got to do around the house or whatever, yep. try to outsource some things to make time to clear your schedule a little bit. I mean, not for nothing. I'm not, I don't know if you're doing this or not, but literally just fucking wake up earlier. Yeah. Like, right. If, if it's, if you're concerned and there's like a strain in your relationship because of timing issues, you wake up earlier. I yeah. Don't know. That, that like, I know that's what helps us. Like any time anytime that we wake up at five, we get our workout done early. We have so much more time at the end of the day to just like relax with one another, as opposed to stressing out about like wrapping up work things, like waking up earlier. It is, I, I, it I sucks, it. but it, yeah. it is, it pays off. Um, but I also think too, being intentional about planning things, like not just being like, oh, we're going to watch a movie on the couch at home. Like do things like plan things with one another outside of the house, get active with do one something another. where you're going to connect, not yeah. going to be routine. Like, I just think it's very easy to like, distracted or, or that. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's very easy to just like stay in the house. You know, I think getting out of the house and planning dates with one another will keep things exciting and it will help you look forward to things too. And maybe just uh, take turns planning dates. Be like, you got this weekend. I'll do next weekend. Right. And if you have time to like scroll on your phone or watch a Netflix show, you guys have time to spend with one another. Also, don't look at it like it's going to be overwhelming to try to find some time, like even 30 minutes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole day, whatever, going on a trip. Like even just 30 minutes, just the two of you can mean a lot and it could like really raise your endorphins and make you guys feel stronger and more connected. Like, a little time, a lot of time, just find some time. And we say this too, you know, by taking an interest in your partner's hobbies. Like, you know, you, John might not love walking, hiking, <laughs> walking or hiking, but he does it because we have like great conversation. It's good for our health and it like raises our endorphins. And then afterwards, we go to happy hour, which John loves. <laughs> and then, or like again, video games are not my thing, but virtual reality was a fun date for us to do. So I just think again, like, being mindful of each other's hobbies, interests, and then carving out that time and being intentional. I feel like that was the first time we gave really good advice. I'm proud of us. <laughs> okay, we're going to read a bonus question. Bonus. Bonus. Boner. Boner. <laughs> we're so immature. We are. Okay, we go. Are. All right, question number three. Guys, I just started listening to your podcast and I'm in love with your content. My fiance and I have been engaged since August 2021 and are having a hard time planning our wedding since we are paying for it ourselves. More wedding content. <laughs> I, I want to run away to Jamaica and do our own thing. But there's, but there's that guilt of not throwing a big thing for our families. I don't know what to do. Any advice? Okay, so obviously you want everyone there. But at the end of the day, which also someone said that quote the end of the day is like the most overused term but like it doesn't it does make sense like at the end of the day uh what's important to you you know like i know that at our wedding we invited fucking everyone and looking back if i could change one thing it would be Elope. cutting it would be cutting down our guest list and doing something either eloping or just smaller like there's something about having an intimate setting for your wedding and again, I feel like everyone who had a big wedding, like always, you, like you always say something else, like after you've already had the big thing, like it's easy for me to say that because I had a huge wedding, but I don't know. I think that now looking back, I would have done an elopement. Yeah. And well, it, I said and that in, from the beginning. And but. invested more in photo and video. That's, that's just me. Or like our house. 
<laughs> well, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> could have a down payment on a house. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it's wedding- whatever your priorities are. And, dude, but weddings are so fucking expensive. And again, like if people are going to give you shit because they're like, well, I want to celebrate you. Cool. Then send me a check because weddings are or expensive. Or just come visit me sometime. Yeah, exactly. Like- but I think if you eloped and you had like your just closest friends come if they can. And if you're like immediate family, if they can, you'll be able to spend time with people. Yeah. So if you had like the most important people that were able to come, hopefully, like I think that would mean a lot and it'd be more memorable because we had so many people at our wedding. So, I don't it remember. Went, like, and I think that that's what happens. Like the wedding went so fast for us because it was like overstimulation. And when you have a smaller group setting, I think you're able to have more one-on-one combos with well, people. I don't think it was quality and, time because yeah, we were this, like trying to get through it and see everyone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had like the rehearsal dinner and the thing, but like it just, it still goes so quickly, but it's, it's expensive. It's really expensive. So I think, you know, you guys just have to, do figure the, out what you really want. Do the pros and cons yeah. list, though. Write it out. But uh, coming from someone who had a huge wedding and looking back, my one thing that I would change is absolutely doing something smaller. Agree. Yeah. But congratulations. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's all good things, you know? Yeah. Look at it that way. Like, it's a good problem. Yes. Anyways, I think that is all today. Is that it? Do you want to read a review? Oh, I keep read forgetting. Yes. Yeah. I love reading reviews. Okay. The best from Bizzle Sniff. Wow. That's a nice, fun name. <laughs> I absolutely love your podcast. I've been a faithful listener for about a year now, and I look forward to it every week. I lost my dad last year, and you guys have been a light in a pretty dark year. I laugh out loud every single episode. Your relationship reminds me a lot of mine, and John and my husband are basically the same personality type. LOL. <laughs> Thanks for putting a smile on my face through this and your TikTok. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, that's, that's tough. I'm so sorry for your loss, but thank you for writing such a sweet review. If it your husband is anything like John, I'm also sorry for <laughs> you. <laughs> that is rude. <laughs> well, you're a rude, grumpy man. <laughs> But thank you so much for your reviews, guys. If you are liking our podcast, we would really appreciate five like, stars. Like, subscribe, email, comment. If you want to reach us, you can email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram at give it to me straight podcast and TikTok at give it to me straight. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.